Hey everybody, uh, before the show starts, boy do we have a lot of updates for you. First of all, our hat pre-order is available store.ihatehorror.com. We'll now direct you to our new Big Cartel store. Uh, we're doing the pre-order for the hats. We have a camouflage. Well, I should tell you what the hats are. So they say Mangle Expert on them. Um, there's a camouflage one that's exclusive to the pre-order. We will not be selling that uh, after the pre-order ends. And then we have uh, the black and white one. And we're not making a lot of these. We're making the minimum we can, um, really. Um, I mean, unless there's a ton of orders. but um, So there's not going to be a ton extra. Um, so make sure you pre-order if you actually want one. Um, there will be a very limited amount of the black and white ones left. And then, with that said... Patreon, so many new members this last week. Holy crap. I don't know how we're going to keep up. So, this week's episode is sponsored by Matt R., Jordan R., Sean Q., Kyle T., Topanga L., Chris R., Adam Lash from Powerbomb.tv, and Stephanie G. from Brooklyn. Y'all, thank you so, so much for joining us. I just released uh, last night... Uh, the Patreon bonus episode of us eating jelly beans, probably the worst episode ever. Cause all we're doing is gagging and throwing up and laughing, but I, I, I wasn't going to eat those shitty jelly beans and not release the episode. So it's out. Um, and then me and Joe are working on some awesome new episodes. We're going to be doing movies, um, basically like full episodes for you guys. So that's that. And then last piece of news, big thanks um, after our last episode, um, I saw a fan of ours, Emmy, uh, she had posted that her son's soccer team was in desperate need of a sponsor. Uh, the season had started, they didn't have one, um, and they were going to be out of pocket for uniforms and stuff like that. Uh, so they just needed a sponsor. None of the businesses in the town were willing to help. Um, and I sent her a message and I was like, you know what, let me see what I can do. <laughs> And we set up a GoFundMe at like 1 a.m. Thursday night. And by Friday morning, it was like 12 hours, we had gotten the $400 we needed to raise. Um, And it was all thanks to you guys. You guys are so awesome. We can't believe it. Um, So (laughs) the horror show has a youth soccer team in Texas uh, and on their jersey, instead of doing like uh, an ad or anything, it's just going to say little manglers. Um, They amazingly allowed us to do that. And I can't thank them enough for doing that. Um, This is going to be so fun. So we're going to start reading the results live. Uh, They actually have a game right now (laughs) as I'm recording this. I have their schedule. So I actually know. Um, And we're going to start reading their results before um, them. episodes and stuff. I think it would be funny, but the little manglers guys out of Texas can't wait. Hope you guys do really well. Thank you guys. Um, and really I want to thank Ryan Sawyer, Dawn from uh, women in caskets podcast, Casey Cotter, somebody by the name of more cowbell Jackson, the go-getter shooting from the elbow, Lynn sky, my sister, Chelsea, Ian LaCasse, Katie Brown, Jenny Pina. Thank you guys so much. And I, and they donated their co-owners of this soccer team. But the real co-owners, the majority stakehold owners, David Allen, Inconspicuous, Logan Reicher, and Matt fucking D. Matt D, dude, put us over the... I, I can't believe how much you guys donated. I can't tell you how much it means to us. Like, it means to those kids. It really helped. It really helps them out. Like, forget about us. Why did I say us? Helps those kids out. So thank you guys 
so much, man. I, I mean, everyone that donated it helped, but those people just, I can't tell you how much that means to them. So thank you guys very much. And now enjoy Wicker Man. Is he talking that movie? I can't do it. <laughs> it's such a stupid asshole accent. I know. What's in the bag? <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. All right, let's go. Let's get into it. <clears throat> Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. I can't. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. Show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite. And not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. <laughs> I'm Nick. <laughs> oh man, Wicker Man, the remake, the best. Um, were you as surprised as me to find out that the B scene was not in this movie? <laughs> it was shit. I was so okay. So have you ever seen this before? Uh, no, I haven't. Neither had I. Um, so this is new one brought to us by our great friend from across the pond, Jessica Hall. Huh. Just cage, just cage. Um, so thank you for this. I think she knew what she was doing. I don't think she was. Is one of her favorites. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think she loves the original. Rightfully so. Right. You've seen the original? Yes. It's so long ago though that like. I did not even know what was in this, and I couldn't differentiate what was different. I mean, I would have to watch the old one again, but I don't think it was too far. I almost did. Which is, it's so weird when remakes aren't like completely different, but they still suck so much more. And that's like what a remake is, right? Like, well, so like, that's the weird thing about remakes. Psycho's a shot for shot remake. Right. So that's like what a truly what a remake is by definition, which is weird. Just making something again. Right. (laughs) Like, I think that's weird. I think, I think that's something we need to like address as a people (laughs) with movies and shit. Cause it's like, if you're going to take content, and like, just mix it up and do something totally different under the same name. Like, I don't know, like reboot. Who cares? I, I guess that's a reboot or just a reimagining. Reimagining, yeah. It's it's just a different way. Remakes though are bizarre. I'm okay with them. I don't mind seeing them. But like, our shot for shot remake is like one of the most bizarre things. It's just yeah. When you when you At say it point, out loud, why? it's just completely unnecessary. Yeah. When you think like the Psycho remake, right? Why? First of all, it's a movie that doesn't need like to be remade, but 
to make like, it literally the same movie. It's a great point. Like, I don't know why more people aren't mad about this. <laughs> like, it's okay if something needs like an updating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's no special effects in that. I mean, and, besides mom, but like, yeah, well, I don't want to watch it scene for scene. Like, no, fuck. it's really weird. It's really weird. Anyway, so Wicker Man. <laughs> The remake, Nicolas Cage. Um, where, uh, where, where does everyone stand on Nicolas Cage? Is now? Nicolas Cage a good actor? Okay, wait. Hash this out. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. So, like, where do we stand, Nicolas Cage? Because he became a joke. Well, first of all, beloved in the nineties. Beloved? Yeah. Really? Yeah, raising Arizona. Eighties. Conair. Conair sucks. Dude, he's a baggage <laughs> shit. Face off. Okay. Yeah. I'm running Fish. out. I'm running out. Uh, City of Angels. Uh, okay. Stop it. <laughs> the cage I, I, was never beloved in the 90s. <laughs> he was liked. He was well liked. He was fine. Snake Eyes. As our buddy Buzz would. <laughs> One of the best movies ever made. <laughs> um, so where does he stand now, though? Because he became a joke, so he was he was liked. Right, but, but, but he before, was tolerated. Okay, so so he he had like um in the in the eighties he had Valley Girl. Yes. Pe- Peggy Sue got married. Yes. Um, raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. The uh, Vegas one. Moonstruck. Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Or wait, he's in a, a Wild at Heart. Okay. So like yes, Vampires Kiss. Okay, so he was so, beloved sure. in the eighties. <laughs> Beloved in the 80s, tolerated in the 90s. <laughs> yes, okay. And then... Um, then they decided to make him an action yeah, but, star. But then but then in the 2000s, he was in Adaptation, where he plays two of himself, and he acts his fucking ass off. Really? Like, anybody that's wondering if Nick Cage is a shitty actor, watch Adaptation, and you're going to be like, why the fuck doesn't he do this every single time? That's so weird. He's really good in that. Um, he's in Kick-Ass, he's in Lord of War. Yeah, Not I never bad. watched those. And those, but that's kind of like his resurgence. But well, at but then, the same time, he was then, in Ghost Rider. Yes, and then they just made a shit joke out of him. And then he was in like Knowing and Next. Yeah, and uh, Drive Angry, which I liked. Oh my! <laughs> um, so Nicolas Cage, but he became a joke on the internet. Big joke on the internet, especially because of this movie with the bees. Yes. The bees meme is. All over the place. So basically what that was was an alternate ending, which was not in this version of the film. Um, How annoying. Very annoying, because I was really excited to see it. And I was like, <laughs> at the end, spoilers, uh, Nick Cage dies. Um, <laughs> but but Nick Cage is like, they're like, they're like setting up his demise. And I'm like... How are they going to work bees into this? How are they going to work the bee mask into this? Like, I was so confused. I was thinking the same thing, like, because there's a scene with beehives earlier, and you're like, wait, did I miss him screaming Dude, like that? I went backwards. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I would have missed that scene, but maybe I, I don't know. Same. Maybe I, like, passed out for, like, three seconds. And then at the end, as all this is happening, you can, like, kind of hear him yelling. But then but the entire Wicker Man burns to the ground. You're like, well, I guess it's not happening. Yeah, and then it, <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, this movie's weird, though. Weird flick, weird flick. Uh, but did you hate it? I gave it a very low score on my letterbox, and I'm, I'm not even going to say it because I'm going to change it because it's not deserving of that low. It, it's very – so it's not terribly made – well – 
Mm. <laughs> Never mind. You know, this is the most like weird. This is one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen because I don't so, hate it. So there's a scene in the beginning of an accident that has nothing to do with this fucking movie. No. Right? Because he keeps thinking of it, and it never comes back into play. No, except that he just keeps it, thinking. But it, it comes back into play in the sense that he just keeps remembering it. Right. But nobody knows why he's remembering it. Correct. <laughs> so, in essence, it's not a good movie. Like, I hate this movie. <laughs> and Nick's acting in this movie is abysmal. Like It's like he's trying hard to act bad. Dude, there's one line in this. Just a billion. I know. I know there's murder still murder. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> and the, the thing is, like it looks nice. I guess I could say that. Like it looks fine. Yeah. It's it's just bizarre. Man. You it's it's a remake. You have like a blueprint. Like it, yeah. it, it shouldn't be that hard to not fuck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he they do. Nick's Nick's all over the place and on this one, man. Ultimately, like it's not fun. It's it's pretty dull because it just consists of Nick walking into rooms and be like, "Where is he?" Yeah, I mean, and they focused so heavily on this car accident that happens in the first seconds yeah. <laughs> um, that you 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 don't you're not focusing on what the twist is about. You know what I mean? Like it kind of dist- distracts from the twist, and also but not in a way that when the twist happens, you're like, "Holy shit!" You're just like, oh, I wasn't really even concerned with that. <laughs> but it, also, if you've seen the original, you know that that's what's going to happen. Yes. So, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, we open up small little country town. Um, Nick Cage is a cop. Um, he's a member of Chips. Well, not really. Oh, my God. He is in California. <laughs> he is a chip? He is a chip. Nice. Nick Chips. Nick Ch- Chip Nicks. Nick Nick Chips. Um, here's another one that was weird. He's like longingly. I feel like a lot was cut out of this movie. I feel like there was a lot of weird. I, I don't know. Cause he's like longingly looking at this book that says everything's going to be okay. That comes into play later because he's like, somebody took, somebody took my book and it says everything's okay. And the girl just goes, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally the conversation. And that's the last and that's one that comes it. up, and that's it. But like, it's set up right here. Like, he's looking at this book, and then he's like, huh, and puts it back, and then goes about his day. And then it turns out, obviously, he somehow got Maybe that. Maybe it's book just there. like a metaphor because he, the whole time, he thinks everything's gonna be okay, and it's not. I don't think that's anything. <laughs> um, so montage of him doling out tickets, um, which is weird because it's like the most deserted town of all time. He, but he's stopping. He he's must stopping stop everyone. every single person that drives through the town. <laughs> and so then he starts following this car and a, a doll falls out. Dude, he picks up the doll off the highway <laughs> so smoothly and he's going like 80 miles an hour. That he, can't be possible. He's flying and he just, as he's flying, he reaches down, scoops up the baby doll. I don't think it's possible, dude. I mean, a stunt driver did it. Dude, if they paid for CGI <laughs> to do that scene. I'm saying there's no highway cop that's going to be able to pull that. Oh, no highway cop can do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 100%. <laughs> that's so stupid. Um, I'm not changing my rating at all. Uh, yeah, no, I'm starting to get pissed. Um, <laughs> so he stops this uh, car to give her back her baby doll. It's a mother and daughter. He gives the doll back, um, and the girl just throws it back into the road. And he's like, oh, kids. So he goes he goes out into the middle of the road, and that fucking 18-wheeler just, just demolishes 
the family's car. It's on fire. He's trying to save him from the wreckage. Um, the girl does not want to be saved. The girl's just staring at him. Just like, what's up? Being burned alive. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, honey, honey. I forget what he's saying, but like, get out. Um, he tries to bust bust it open. Uh, the, like the smallest like fireball of all time <laughs> happens. I want to say engulfing the car, but it kind of just smears over the car. <laughs> uh, it's very small, but it blows Nicolas Cage away. And then we get the title card, <laughs> The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. Um, and uh, Nick Cage is now in sweats, so we know he's in a road ship. <laughs> what we're wearing right now. <laughs> is to identify this guy. that Nick Cage can't can't live a normal life anymore. <laughs> uh, it's my day to day outfit. It is. It's mine too. Uh, so yeah, I just like shit. Um, yeah, and uh, then a cop comes in to check on him. And Nick um, talks forever. Nick talks. <laughs> this movie is just Nick talking. A lot of it. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Nick, Nick just chatting. Um, and then it just like randomly cut. She's like, like they're just talking about like how he's doing and shit. And I guess a couple years have gone by. Yes, definitely. Which is weird because they're like, oh, nice promotion. Or you're getting a promotion. I don't know, but he's like, he's been off the force for like two years. <laughs> it's the weirdest. Like, it's really weird. Um and then, and then it just randomly cuts, and he's laying on his couch reading a letter. Oh, wait, no. I, I figured out why this happened later. I was just not paying attention. They brought him mail. She's like, oh, here's the mail from the office, from the police op- office. They, they, like, bring him Which you pa- just pounds of fan out. mail. He's not working, right? No, he hasn't been working for years, I guess. So then why are they bringing him police mail, which tells him of a case, which he goes and fucking... Tries to solve. And it's not even his jurisdiction. (laughs) (laughs) As it turns out. And when questioned about and when he's questioned about it, he's like, just shut up. The law is the law. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yes, you are right. And this is against the law. (laughs) Um but we cut to him reading this letter. It's from this person, Willow Woodward, uh, saying her daughter's missing. Um, and I immediately assumed it was the girl from the wreck. But it was. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Because <laughs> it looks identical. It definitely is her. Um, also, do we find out that Willow is his ex-fiance here? Yes, because he brings the letter to the police department. And he, like, shows it to this guy. And he's like, hey, check it out. There's no stamp on it. And he says it like it's a person <laughs> without a belly button. <laughs> like, got to be an alien. Uh and this guy's like, oh, and this guy's like starts reading it and just being like these like fucking stupid, like chauvinistic comments like Willow, huh? like raising his eyebrows. And then he like reads a part about the kid. And he's like, oh, you didn't know you had some tricks up your sleeve. Oh, she's coming out of the woodwork now. And, and Nick's just like the whole time. Nick's like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he's like, who is this girl? And Nick Cage just lays it on. And he's like, that's my fiance. I forgot. I, I I probably was just droning him out, but because I didn't realize till after when he's having a conversation with her, I was like, "Wait a second. They were engaged, which is so bizarre. Off. Yes, but it's bizarre because in the be- whatever. I don't care. I don't care. I just don't care. Um, why does he bring up that doesn't have a stamp? Because how did it get to the police department? Somebody dropped it off. Drop it off. <laughs> I, I'm fully aware, but he says it like again. Like I said, he says it like 
Like, it's a person without a belly button. Like, Kyle XY. <laughs> never watched that show. Kind of Kyle XY? Holy shit. I, I've never seen it. But I know he has no belly button. Really? I guess that's the story. Because he's both girl and guy? That's not the story of Kyle XY. Isn't it because he has an X chromosome and a Y chromosome? Dude. You think that was a Nickelodeon show? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he called Kyle XY? I don't know. No, look it up. God damn it. Because he has... No. A, and, no belly button. Is that what it says? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, Kyle XY is just a fucking alien. They they probably make up like a name for him. He has no belly With no more knowledge or abilities than a newborn and no belly button. <laughs> He's taken in by a family. So there's nothing to do with his chromosomes? Um, no. <laughs> 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 Hey, this kid has both chromosomes. Let's change his last name to XY. <laughs> wait, who, wait, what? I don't even know. Like, what are XY, the by the way, it's it's like XX is girl, XY is a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. But he has no belly button. Anyway, I never have once watched that show. Wait, wait, that's why he's holding up. His, I thought he was just showing off his abs on the couch. No, he's got no foot. So, wait, so people are supposed to care that he has no belly button? <laughs> the, dude, it was like the focal point of the show. Why do people even need a belly button? Why? Yeah. Why? Why do you need a belly button? Because you're born. You have to have Yeah, yeah, but then it can disappear. It never disappears. I'm saying it could theoretically. No, it can't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying it can physically, like, like in the real world. But if it did, you wouldn't die. Like, who gives a shit? Correct. But they're saying. So if my belly button disappeared right now, why would I care? I wouldn't need it. Is what I'm saying. His belly button didn't disappear. First of all, every human has a belly button. <laughs> Second of all, I bet you there's somebody with that one. They found a baby. They found a baby, a baby with no belly button. Okay. So that means I'm not he, that impressed. That means he wasn't born. So how did he get here? That's the fucking plot of the story. <laughs> he was made in a lab, probably. But even then, you would need a belly button. You know what? This story, this movie sucks. This show, whatever it is. <laughs> Kyle XY. Which will probably register for a lot of our fans. A lot of our fans are younger. They'll probably be like, why are you making fun of the Nickelodeon class? Plenty, plenty of people are born without belly buttons. Joe. I'm looking at it right now, dude. Strange but true. Baby's born with no belly button. But where's the umbilical cord tie-off? Well, that's a question for them. <laughs> Their buttholes. <laughs> if you have no belly button, could you please contact the show? <laughs> Where are we? I don't know. Now I'm searching up baby <laughs> belly buttons. By the way, it's like one case. Okay. Anyway. No, no, no. I'm looking at pictures of models without belly buttons. <laughs> it's unsettling, and you're probably from another planet, <laughs> according to Kyle XY. <laughs> Does it even make sense? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so Nick Cage, 
Nick Cage was born without a belly button. All right, so so uh, there's something about stamps missing. All right, so a Nick, missing child. Nick Nick Cage goes to uh, Summer's Isle, which is where um, this letter came from. Uh, Nick Cage goes to Summer's Isle. He's going to meet up with his old fling, find this baby that she's looking for. Um, so he goes out there. He takes a ferry out there. Um, he keeps hallucinating about this girl being run over. I don't know why I'm bringing it up because it never comes back, but it just keeps happening. Um, Nick ends up on a dock with this old guy uh, who hates him. <laughs> and he refuses to take Nick to Summer's Isle because he's like, they're very private people and I have a contract for him. This guy delivers like supplies yeah. out to him. And Nick's like, well, what is Mr. I don't know, Mr. Grant and his brother Ulysses say about that? So he's giving him 200 bucks. And this guy's like, get in. <laughs> Grant's, on, bucks. Grant's on the 50. 50? Grant's on the 50 dollar bill. And he's saying he has two of them, right? Because <laughs> his brother Ulysses. A yeah. hundred bucks? <laughs> And this this guy was just like, I have a fucking contract with them, and I respect their privacy. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's probably a joke, but it's terrible. Um, <laughs> once on the island, at first this at first this movie moves quick. Besides well, Nick talking, this movie's long too. He it, it well, it's only like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, but it feels like an eternity. But, yeah, he gets to the island pretty quickly. Yeah, he's, like, right there. I was like, holy he shit. He reads the letter and he's there. Yeah, and then he gives this guy 100 bucks and he's like, all right, I'll take you right over. And then he's already, like, greeted by suspicious people. Yes, very and suspicious. They're, they're carrying a bag, which if you're a cop looking for a missing girl and they're carrying a, like, corpse-like bag, you might want to investigate that. It's a corpse-like bag, and then it starts bleeding. He's like, well, what's it dripping out of there? Yeah, what's in the bag? A shark or something? <laughs> and then they're like, have a look. What? And he's about to look, and then it moves. He jumps back. And he's like, well, never mind. No follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> the worst cop ever. Worst cop of all time. Um, It's insane. And his, like, little one-liners and quips are out of control. He goes into the bar, which is filled with women. As you, you'll no you notice, you start noticing immediately way more women on this island than men. And the bar is filled with women. <laughs> Must be ladies' night. <laughs> yeah, Nick, it is. Um, so Nicholas Cage starts meeting some of these characters, like a barkeep that's that'll come into play later. But like everyone's kind of the same; they're all just rude to him. On the bar, a bee starts crawling across, and Nick Cage smashes it, and like the entire it's like like record screech, and then like the the entire bar is like, <gasps> and the woman, uh, the barkeep goes, "Why would you do a thing like that?" And he, he legitimately answers. <laughs> like, it's obviously a rhetorical question. And he's like, I'm allergic. <laughs> um, so that's noted. He's allergic to bees. Yep. Which also calls into question of a few other scenes where he probably should have died. Why? Yeah. <laughs> um, this pretty young thing slips Nick a note. His, are you talking about Willow? Yes. Very attractive. Beautiful gal. Yes. She slips him a note. I didn't even realize it was Willow. Until, like, later on, he's like, I'm going to go meet her. I got to go meet her outside. And I was like, how would he know where she is? Like, I didn't realize because they do not interact at first. They're keeping it hush. She slips him a note saying, meet me out in the woods. Um, everyone's watching. watching. Yeah. Which, by the way, probably not hard to watch the weird guy in a suit that everyone's like, get the fuck out of here. Yes. <laughs> and watching you walk into the woods. 
everyone's going to know. Like, it's, that's not a secret. Yeah. Um, so this is the fiance Willow. Um, a lot of backstory here that really that does not matter. Not matter at all. And basically, all you get out of it is the same thing we know. She's looking for a daughter, and he's like, "So uh, I need some answers." Like, <laughs> what about us? <laughs> <laughs> I know well, there's someone else after me. I know your daughter's missing, but <laughs> do you sleep with anyone else? When they so so they end up kissing, like I don't know, an hour later. Yeah, it's the it's the most disgusting kiss scene. It's gross. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, leading man, Nicholas Cage. He's like fifty years older than her. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the worst part of aging. They don't even make Cage. out. They just like peck, but it's like a sloppy one. Like, yeah. <laughs> Slop sloppy geriatric kisses <laughs> <laughs> that was like the worst part of aging Nicolas Cage though was like even like he was just he he's a guy that looks older than he probably was like he looked old in Raising Arizona too <laughs> but he was probably pretty young yeah but um, he had that mustache yeah, yeah. Help. but like he he's always like an older looking guy and on top of it as he aged you were just like and in all these movies they gave him like young blondes to like be with and yeah. you're like no fucking chance. Get the fuck out of here. This guy's so weird and bizarre looking. <laughs> fucking weird. Um, so they give Nick Chain, they, they give Nick Cage his own room. Um, I don't know, man. The, but that's what I'm saying. This whole like part is incredibly dull. It is. I mean, because it's it's a lot of the same thing over and over. It's just like, ooh, what's going on? Like we, investigating shit. We see a lot of twins. Yep. Wait, do they talk about why there's twins? No. Nah. I don't think so. That's fucking weird. Because there's a lot of sets of twins. Why don't they? They probably do, to be honest with you. Maybe they're saying it's like a... Res- That's fucking weird. There's so many sets of twins in the thing. Uh-huh. Nick Cage meets a set of... So Nick Cage is in his bedroom. And they have like a, a meeting in the bar. While they know Nick Cage is upstairs. It's his bedroom. And so they have this like top secret meeting and there's like these like, what, what are those things called in like Greek mythology? The ones that can like see into the future. Oracles. Oracles. It's like two oracles. And they're like, the wicker man's returning. Returning, yeah. Um, but it's two twins that talk in sync and the kid is just like, hmm. the biggest problem with this movie is there's a million points where this guy should have been like, I'm not going out there, including a letter. um but there's like like at that point like these two blind twins that are talking in sync and are like the wicker man is returning i'd be like pack my bags i'm out of here or you know notify other authorities that there's a missing girl anything anything and what happened to his cell phone did they ever acknowledge that he like doesn't get service out there or anything um no i I don't think i have a problem with that just because they're in the middle of nowhere i just remember oh they they kind of acknowledge it because he's on the boat and he can't do it. Okay. He's on the ferry out there and he's already lost service. So I yeah, think yeah. they're to show you how far out there it is. Um, but yeah, these oracles are twins. And then you see twins later, the teacher and some girl on the street that he's like, you're the teacher. She's like, no. And it's the same actress. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's just like yelling at the, the teacher and then he like sees the other one. He's like, didn't I just talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> All nice. Like, even if it was the teacher, she'd be like, no, you screamed at me. <laughs> if you recall, <laughs> you berated me. Um, he goes and he investigates shit. He starts investigating. He falls through a hole in the barn, which, which is built on top of a bottomless pit. Yeah. So he starts like he starts seeing um, 
Rowan, the the girl, everywhere around him. Um, so he starts following this figment of his imagination around, um, including scare, chasing them through the deepest, darkest forest into yes. a deep, dark barn that he's not allowed to be in. Uh, but she's not actually there. And he's up in this like little cavern and he sees vegetables and he looks at them like he's never seen a vegetable in his life. He's like, what the, what in the world did I, what in the world did I just find? And the floor gives out. <laughs> the biggest hole ever. Yeah. Um, he sees, he notices like these weird photos of kids in weird circles and stuff. Um, he notices other photos of like last year's harvest. It's so stuff. weird, yeah. And then he's like, he's eating, and he's like, "Why is this honey from out of town when you make your own honey?" Right. And she's like, "We had a bad crop," or she's like, "Oh, our last our crop was cursed." But then she's like, "Oh, did I say too much?" <laughs> as soon as she says it, and like Nicholas Cage is like, "Hmm." Also, why would they be eating other honey? Like, why would they just not have honey? They don't rely on anything for anyone. Yeah, but they always get supplies from that guy. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's not like that big of a deal. Yeah, you're right. And her explanation is perfectly fine. She's like, oh, our fucking bees died. (laughs) (laughs) Also, drop the cursing thing. Um, That's so weird. This movie's weird. I'm just thinking. Sorry. It it just makes me weird. Um, So he goes outside. That girl that tells him about the honey is outside. Um. I don't know how, um, but she's outside chopping wood and he, he like goes up to her and she's like, will you take me with you when you leave? And so there's like this creepy vibe going on. That's basically all that happens. It's just creepy stuff. He goes to the school. Um, he asks the kids if they've seen Rowan. When he walks in the school, they're just chanting phallus symbol. Dude. Phallus symbol. Natalie, Natalie, will you tell us what man represents in the purest form? Phallic symbol, phallic symbol. And he's in the door and he's like, school's changed since I was a kid. Dude, that was the most ridiculous part. (laughs) It was the most ridiculous part. He did have a cool line here, though, that I liked, which I was like, dude, yeah, exactly. Um, They were like, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm a police officer, which I don't know why, because everyone's like, we don't, no one gives, like, everyone on the island so far, he's told that to, has been like, we don't give a fuck. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) But he walks into this classroom. He's like, I'm a police officer, showing his badge to the kids. Um, He goes, I'm here to save a girl everyone's pretending doesn't exist. (laughs) I was like, that's fucking awesome. Because at this point, that's what I would say. Like, I'd be so fucking flustered. I'd be like, yeah, because nobody knows who this girl is. Everyone's pretending. She's clearly from here. (laughs) He's like, whose desk is that? And there's a raven inside of it. Dude, that was weird. Um, But the kids say that he passes around a photo. They say none of them know. They've never seen her. Never seen her in their life. He writes her name up on the board. Uh, it's ridiculous. And then he's like, he randomly gets the idea to pull out an attendance book because, you know, the one room classroom, you have to, you'll always be forgetful of who shows up. Yeah. 10 kids in the fucking class. This lady has to keep an attendance book to make sure everyone's there every day. Um, and he finds Rowan's name in there. Yeah. He's like, you're all a bunch of liars. <laughs> Two kids. He's screaming, <laughs> screaming at him. <laughs> Which, like, clearly. And the teacher just nonchalantly is like, yeah, she burned to death. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but he's screaming at that at kids where, where clearly these kids are like, if you're, like, watching this, you're like, oh, this is a fucking cult. The cult. They're brainwashed. Of course they're not going to tell me. They've been coached. 
And I'll be like, you fucking dirty lying <laughs> bitches. He might have called them dirty liars. Yeah, he might have. Um, he didn't call them bitches. He'll save that for later when he just starts screaming bitches, bitches. over. <laughs> uh, um, dude, a lot of this is just Nicolas Cage walking around. I kind of said, it, well, first of all, he's, he's walking around the first half. The second half, he gets a bicycle. <laughs> Which is like the most amazing thing. This chair is so squeaky. I've been squeaking it the whole time. I gotta move it. Uh, I don't know why I was about to just continue talking away from the mic. Um, oh, I don't like this. Um, so yeah, Nicholas Cage is like talking, uh, or Nicholas Cage is walking around the first half. He somehow gets a bike, maybe from Willow. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. Um, and then he starts biking around, and I can't tell you. You never played the Pokemon games, right? I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Dude, this was Pokemon to a T. It was just him going through. Dude, this dude just walks around this island from beginning to end of the movie. Yeah. And he's there's always, like, these paths through the just, woods. It was exactly like a yes, Pokemon or like map. the original Final Fantasies from any yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, this we, these weird paths. Walks in walk, the houses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then activate. Yeah. And then talk to this person for 10 minutes. And then leave. And then go do your other shit. It was exactly like that. It was so... Yeah, it was frustrating. Yeah. Um, but he's literally just running around. Um, he goes to... After the schoolhouse, he goes back to Willow. Right. And he finds out that the girl is actually... His daughter. Right. And he also finds out the girl was burned to death. And he's like, where is she buried? And, and the girl, like, again, like, you'd be like, you'd just be like, okay, I, I got to call somebody else. <laughs> because, like, he's like, okay, she's burned to death. Also, finding out you have a daughter. Yeah. And then and then Willow's like, oh, yeah, here's her desk with all her drawings. Like, why don't you just tell me this in the first fucking place? I know. It was insane. I mean, how would you not think something's up? Right. When you're a police officer. And that lady's like. Nicholas Cage is like, where's her body? She's like, exactly where you'd think it'd be. I'm like, okay, right, I'm calling the fucking police. Yeah. I'm arresting everyone here. <laughs> like, clearly. Like, including, and like, the other weird part is this fiance he hasn't seen in forever. And he's somehow, like, all in again. Yeah. Like, if you were like, she murdered the kid, he'd be like, get out, get out of my fucking face. My beautiful bride would never do that. <laughs> Because, like, even at this point, I'd be like, oh, she's something's up. lost her mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, that may, the, her burning alive makes way more sense than anything else going on. <laughs> so, like, that was totally believable to me. Um, yeah, he goes, he sees her desk at the, he goes, like, kind of investigate the crime scene. Sees the desk. He's like, uh, was she, uh, the desk is like, it's just like, help me scratched into yeah. the bottom of it and like scary monsters. He's like, uh, is Rowan depressed? <laughs> and the mom's like, nah, I don't think so. Why? And he's like, eh, have you seen these? And he's totally nonchalant. And like, these are disturbing fucking drawings. And he's like, have you seen what she drew under the desk? It's a uh, pretty disturbing. She's like, yeah, well, I know that. And that's the end of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, eh. and he walks out of the fucking house. <laughs> um, and then he sees a plane, the plane, he sees the plane. He runs out. Cause he's going to use this the radio. might be my favorite scene in the movie because he goes, he sees the plane. There's nobody there. He wants to use the radio. Yeah. So he sits down. He sees a body float under. He's on the pier. Um, there's like a great Much like it. April Fool's Day, a body yes. passes underneath. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, shit, it's a little girl. So he jumps down, swims underneath, grabs the girl. It's, it's his daughter. Yep. Nope, it's a dream. It's a dream. It's a dream. 
Nope, he's holding her. Yeah. It's not a dream. Nope, there's a dream again. <laughs> it's a double dream. <laughs> or is it a triple dream? It's a triple dream. Triple dream. Triple dream cage is what they called him. Uh, uh, yeah, a triple dream that ultimately ends in nothing. Nothing. Except, he was just sleeping. Except him being like, oh, I should probably go to that plane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know what? This guy's problem, like, he's not a psychotic. He's not. He's not losing his mind. He's just narcoleptic. Bumbling idiot. Yeah, <laughs> narcoleptic. He's just falling asleep and dreaming. He's not like losing his mind. Um, he swims over to the plane, but the radio has been destroyed in it. Yeah. Uh, he then decides to visit this lady named Dr. T.H. Moss, who we know as the photographer. But do we really know that? We don't know shit about Dick. But Nick does. Nick's like, oh, you're the photographer. <laughs> Nick knows shit about the worst stuff. Uh, <laughs> None of which will help him solve the crime. <laughs> no. Um, and he goes, uh, you know, do you have a copy of last year's photo? Because it was missing in the frame. And uh, he goes, the other one got destroyed. She's, she, this lady talks like Mrs. Doubtfire. She's like, what a pity. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets nothing. Uh, he decides to do terrible hiding in a bush. Like, like cartoon. It's exactly like cartoon. <laughs> His head's like sticking out of the bush. And he watches. Wait, uh, so they walk by. He watches the doctor. Lead, and they walk like so close. He watches this doctor walk by with two ladies in masks. Um, they guide her out of the house. So he goes in. and it's locked. Dude, dude. You're breaking into a house. Like it's a the shittiest, pin. oldest house in the world. These houses are so old. They're homemade. And he decides to, you know, politely use a credit card to break in instead of just like fucking break something, like break a window or something. You don't even, those windows would easily push open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's no way. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So she also this doctor doubled as the thing. So he goes into this doubled as the, doubled as the thing, uh, doubled as the photographer. Um, but he, uh, finds a book with about the festival, I guess, but it's yeah, just got a lot of pictures festival. of people burning, <laughs> uh, very clear indication. Um, then there's a room with a lot of fetuses in jars. Again, at what point is he going to be like, I need help. Yeah. I can't arrest an Island of people by myself. Um, and not only that, like you wouldn't even need, like you would just need the FBI or I don't even know, like military. I don't even know who you'd call, but. There'd be a lot of people involved. <laughs> um, and then he finds a photo of Rowan, very much like the other ones, part of a ceremony of some sort. Um, and on it is a note that says, worst harvest on record. Yeah. So Nick is putting it together that they killed her for the ritual, harvest ritual, the festival. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So whatever. He approaches uh, Willow about it. She's like, I, I don't know. I, he's like, tell me what the ritual is. And she's like, I don't know. Like, eh. And then they kiss. It's frustrating. Because that's, yeah. that's an appropriate time. Right. Like, she's clearly a criminal. <laughs> also, the daughter's missing. The daughter's missing, and your wife had something to do with it. A hundred percent. Because you're like, what, what is this picture? And she's like, I don't know. Well, where, like, what, what does worse harvest mean? She's like, I don't know. Like, this woman's like, I have no idea what you're saying. Like, she's, like, acting like Nick Cage is speaking another language. Like, come on, man. Um, we're also finally introduced to a man. Not really introduced. We meet a man <laughs> who doesn't talk and almost gets killed by logs. 
And Nicholas Cage thinks nothing of it. It's just like, huh. Like walks away. It's like, you okay? <laughs> just walks away from him. Um, Nick Cage crashes into a, a beehive. A maze of beehives. Dude, he, first of all, he's, <laughs> for a guy that's allergic to bees, he Getting somehow doesn't see so 8 many. million bees. <laughs> and he also, as he's, to cycle into the field of bees is one thing, but then he like crashes head on with a giant beehive. It's like yeah. as big as him. And he crashes into it, pisses off the bees, and starts getting stung. Um, he should be dead, but he's not. He wakes up. No, he sees his daughter right before he passes out. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Rowan! <laughs> Again, dude, you're not seeing her, but whatever. Um, he wakes up in Summer Isle's house. This island is named after this woman, um, Sister Summer Isle. Yeah. Terrible name. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it as soon as they said it. I was like, come on. Um, sister Summer Isle, he wakes up in her house. She explains, you know, they gave him some type of an elixir natural. They didn't even use his EpiPen to keep him healthy. Um, and she, another huge monologue about well, the law. why they're out there and the law and she's, just, they were persecuted and they went out to this island. And he goes uh, outside and talks more. They talk more. Uh, she, he also is like, what about the men? And, and she's like, oh, we love our men, but we're not subservient to them. Yeah. Breeding, you know. He's like, well, do I have permission to get the grave? Dude, the best line, breeding, sounds like inbreeding to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking oh, jerk, Nick. <laughs> You're a fucking jerk. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but she also kind of drops that, you know, we basically uh, kill th- kill boys. Because they, they're like, what if you have a boy? And she basically is like, hmm, I don't know. Wink, wink. <laughs> you only see two of them here, so you tell me, Nick. Um, and then Nick just starts screaming, I don't know what's going on here. What is going on here? Like, to her. Yeah. Get help, man. Right. What the fuck is going on? And that's also when he goes, murder's murder. <laughs> He that's not even the the only time he says that, I don't think. No, no. And then she's like, here's your stupid bike, get out of here. Get lost. So he decides to go <laughs> dig up the grave. How to get burned. Nick, we know. Everyone's been telling you. <laughs> literally, literally everyone's told you. <laughs> <laughs> like you found everything. Like, come on. Like <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, and is the, the doll, I guess, is like, is it the same doll from the car wreck? It can't be. Right, because the car wreck's fake. <laughs> Fucking car wreck. Okay. Um, so he starts chasing another Rowan. <laughs> Screaming Rowan. Uh, and he gets locked into this, like... This house? What well, was that before that? Where she's like the elephant man? Elephant man? There's a guy that's like deformed, like the elephant. Oh, yeah, that's later. That's later. Yeah. So first he gets locked in this underwater cavern. Okay. Where he should have been dead, but like Willow comes and saves him somehow. Um and they they pull him out and he's like, I found a sweatshirt in here, but it's burned. And he goes, Something bad's about to happen. I can feel it. Nick, you've been on this island for like three fucking days. And this is the first time you're like, oh my God, (laughs) something's not right. (laughs) Something's not right. Fucking shittiest detective ever. Regular Batman over here. Fucking jerk. 
<laughs> you imagine if Batman was on this island? You'd be like, where's the girl? <laughs> oh, fat Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I hate what that happens. <laughs> um, so now he's like lost. Swear to me. <laughs> uh, we, now we're finally in like kind of like the throes of this. Um, but not even. It still ramps up a little bit from here. He's now he's like, I got to figure out what's going on. He runs to Summer's Isle's house. He sees like the elephant man, who I think is another dude that's all bit up by bees. Yeah, I think so. Because in the next room, there's there's a girl that's just totally covered, covered in bees, bees, a naked woman in bees, yeah. and the bees smiling. are smiling. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, he's still just like, I got to find Roll. <laughs> um, he sees the t- <laughs> he leaves Summer Isle's house. Um, and then we see it's summer. It cuts to Summer's Isle, like laying in the most elegant bed ever. And then they're like, "He's gone." And she's like, "Good." <laughs> it was the weirdest scene. Like, like as if she like it felt so sci-fi. The room like was a Bond villain. Gold. Yeah. It was so weird. And her arms are out like Cleopatra would be. It was the weirdest thing. The room was completely gold. Good. <laughs> He's gone. Good. It was so fucking weird. And uh Step away from the bike. Dude, oh my god, this was my favorite scene. He sees the teacher riding on the bike with a a, a, a Raven's mask on. She's like, We're preparing for the celebration of death and rebirth. <laughs> now everyone's talking like an asshole now. I mean he's like, Step away from the bike. He pulls out his gun. <laughs> he steals her bike and he goes, Take your stupid mask <laughs> and throws the mask at her. Um and now we're just seeing like the same people we saw at the beginning of the movie. We see the creepy twins. They're all gathering for the festival. They're all, everyone's kind of gathering. People are wearing weird fucking masks. He tries to go down to the airplane. It's sunk. They sunk a fucking airplane. Meanwhile, kids are like peeking up over bushes. I mean, those masks are creepy, but it's kind of just like, I don't know. I guess it's the rest of the movie that makes you just be like, come on, man. And they're all behaving very oddly, like just laughing. Like the worst stops fake a girl. laughs I've oh, ever heard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you get shitty kid actors. Right? <laughs> you hate kid actors. I do. Um, Nick Cage fights a girl. Well, yeah, that's the best part. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he walks into the uh, he walks into the bar and just immediately cold cocks the barkeeper. Barkeep, barkeep. He just punches her right in the fucking mouth and knocks her out cold. One fucking hit. Um, he starts, he's about to like, he, she was about to put on a bear costume. And then this woman flies out like Evil Dead style on his back. Like yes. one of the witches in Evil Dead. And he beats the shit out of her too. He fucking like kicks her in the fucking head. And like she smashes up against the fucking wall. And isn't there a bunch of guys in the bar? Yes, it was all men in the. Well, I think it was earlier or something. I don't know. Or like a minute before. Because he's I like, I need all your help. Don't be scared. Yeah, and none of them talked to him. Um, <laughs> Can't you hear me? Dude, it was so weird. Oh my God. Um, and we see this weird celebration kicking off in the field. Please accept our offering. And, and Nick Cage is in like the, the parade dressed as a bear. Yeah. He, How did he get there so fast? Dude, he, he walks up were, there so fucking fast. They were already like gathered. And he went to the bar. And then he walks up and he sees Willow and he's like, I thought I told you to wait for me. And she goes, what do you mean? I had to come. Fucking time out, man. Just fucking leave. Why are you following the fucking parade? <laughs> um, but they have a girl on a stake. So I guess in his head, he's, this is going to pay off because he punches another woman. 
<laughs> while dressed as a bear. Dude, that was so funny. <laughs> Dude, he walks up and just cold. He's just cold. Also, it was terrible filming because he's standing there and it was like the, uh, a sloppy edit. He's just up. He's like up on the top of the hill. Yeah, and he punches this woman and takes <laughs> the girl. And like, no one decides to stop this bear marching up there. Well, I guess they think it's the sister, so it's like whatever. But um, then they're like, get him! This movie's funny. This movie's weird. Um, and then it turns out the girl on the stake is Rowan. Yeah. Which again, like, wouldn't she be like, hey, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what, what's, the fucking, what's the fucking deal here? Like, where's the cameras? Because he's shocked until the very end. He's shocked until the very, very end. Like, <laughs> like, it's almost like he thinks Rowan is a figment of his imagination that he finally caught. But him and Rowan hide out in the woods. They're running away. Um... Does he punch another woman, or am I just rereading? No, that? no, oh. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> um, he Rowan runs away from him though, and he starts chasing her, and he's like, "Come back, Rowan, Rowan!" Um, and she comes out to the clearing where the rest of the town is. She leaves him right back there. They explain the letter was fake, and he's just the man they needed. Yep, and we also find out that uh, Willow is Summer Isle's daughter. Summer Isle's <clears throat> daughter. Willow, and why are you like, this to me? Your daughter? Wasn't he getting married to her? He was. He never met Never met mom, mom, I guess. Okay. I guess it's all an elaborate plot. They, they, and, and they even say that. They're like, we've been planning that, including the proposal. Including the proposal. So you could even go on to assume that she might have had a fake mom to keep this. Why this wouldn't she just steal, like, homeless people? <laughs> or so jump ahead or just take a guy jump ahead 15 minutes it ends with them at a bar just picking up guys listen we know some guys that are so hard up for girls <laughs> that'll do anything <laughs> if a girl walked up to him the one i'm thinking of specifically obviously but any uh, any one of these people and was like i live on an island that's full of women and I'd like you to come out there and just, just have a great time. <laughs> I know plenty of guys that would be like, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Of course. <laughs> Especially if they look like Willow. Yeah. But so, but instead they're such an elaborate, elaborate thing. Uh, uh, but like oh I said, in 15 minutes from now, you realize they never had to do that. And you would also to to have to hope that Nick Cage is having like, is in the midst of a mental breakdown. <laughs> Wait, are they proposing? Are they saying that the girl in the car and the daughter, that was all a faked stunt to, like, get his mind fucked up? No. Is I think that might be part of the plan, which would be... I don't know, man. Does it even matter? No, no. <laughs> well, anyway, they... <laughs> Anyway, uh, they they start screaming. Basically, you know, they're saying like, "This is a great honor. You can't refuse it." Um, Nick Cage just pointing his gun, but uh, he has their bullets. Oh, he does start kicking women. He just starts kicking, yeah, kicking. like kung fu kicks. But he's subdued so quickly, so fast, of course. Um, and he just starts screaming, "You bitches! You bitches! This is murder, and you're doing it for nothing. Killing me won't bring back <laughs> your goddamn honey." <laughs> Line of the movie: Your honey. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn money. <laughs> like, hey, Nick, 
I don't think that's what they're fully worried about at this point. <laughs> I think you're part of a bigger picture here. Um, and this is where they edited out the torture scene. The bees, yeah. And I think there was more than that that was cut out. Um, because we see them carrying this sack up a hill that's clearly Nick Cage in the sack. The whole parade is marching him up this hill Screaming with a sack. the whole time. And the whole time overdubbed is Nick Cage being like, what are you doing to me? What are you- no! Oh, my no, leg! My leg! <laughs> Like a fucking cartoon. And then like, yeah, the, all this shit. Um, but it turns out in that in between that scene, he was tortured. Obviously, his legs were smashed. And uh they put a they obviously most people know if you haven't, just Google the bees. Wicker man bees, and you'll find this clip. Um, they put this I wanna say helmet on, but it's literally just like four sticks. Like the bees could easily just fly out of it, unless there was mesh that you can't see. Um, and they pour bees into it, like a billion bees for a guy that's allergic. He should not be living at this point. No. Maybe that's why it's cut. <laughs> Maybe you're like, oh, shit, we said he was allergic to bees. That's, dude. Which they never no, needed they to cut it because they're fucking stupid. <laughs> they knew that that was the reaction it was going to get, it was, which is why everybody reacted What does he now. scream? Just, oh. Nah, the bees. <laughs> nah, the bees. <laughs> Not the bees. It's insane. Um, but instead, we just hear that, all that nonsense. They pull him out of his sack, the sack, and uh, they uh, tie him up by his ankles and raise him into the wicker man, which is this giant wood dude. Yeah. A giant wicker man. Yeah. (laughs) Or that. Uh, Hold on one second. Oh, you're going to play it? Yep. Okay, so here's the thing. I did not rewatch that clip before doing this. Um, I definitely should have, though. Uh, That end was just a loop. They, they, they looped that oh, streaming. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, that is so <laughs> over the top and insane that he was screaming for that long. That was so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> that's really fucking funny. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what was I fucking saying? Um, uh, he's, in, he's in the Wicker Man. Rowan brings like a torch to it. Rowan brings up the Olympic torch, ignites the Wicker Man. And the crowd's chanting something. Um, uh, I wrote the throne must die, but that's not actually what it was. The drone. The drone. Yeah. Must die. Which, oh, so. so it's Ma- a B oh. reference. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The whole thing's a B reference. Yeah. I just got that. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's all, all B's male. Except for the queen? Yeah, except for the queen. Whatever. It's just stupid. Um. <laughs> And Nick is burned alive. So for people waiting for the bee mask like myself, I was like, oh, what's going on here? And then Nick, <laughs> the, we watched the Wicker Man burning and Nick Cage is just like, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> and it's burning and it's getting closer to him. And I'm like, well, maybe he gets out somehow and they put the mask on him. And he just starts burning a lot. <laughs> and like, oh, shit. And then the yeah. head falls off and he's just ash, basically. And I'm like, well, I guess no. And I honestly th- still thought it was like, 
maybe he shows up because <laughs> I did too. Next scene was like six months later, and I was like, Oh, he oh, survived. I see. <laughs> uh, but we're in the same he's just city. all bandaged up. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised. Like Cropsy. Uh, we see James Franco at a bar six and Jason later. Ritter. Yeah, Jason Ritter. Um, do you watch another period? Nah, Dude, it's so fucking funny. He's a f- amazing in it. Jason, Jason Ritter. Ritter. Yeah. Um, but they're in a bar, two horny dudes at a bar. They see two girls and they immediately approach them. And it is two girls from Summer's Isle. Well, it's Willow and Sister Honey. That was Willow? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you know their name? Wow, good for you. Uh, Franco mentions he's just graduated from the police academy. Don't know why they're targeting policemen, but they are. Um, and we hear the famous line, when you leave here, we, uh, or she goes, uh, when you leave here, where are you going? He's like, oh, I was going back to my apartment. When you do, will you take me with you? Yeah. The end. Dedicated to Johnny Ramone. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, this is the next thing. This is the first thing that popped up. Oh, my God. I was, like, so flustered. It's a dedicated to Johnny Ramone? Yeah. Nick Cage dedicated the film to him because he died. Is Nick Cage a Ramones fan? The biggest? He's good friends with Johnny. Really? Yeah. Partied at his castle? I guess so. Well, that's it, man. Um, so <laughs> before we end this episode, we're doing a Patreon episode in the, like the next week or so. I'm going to read some movie reviews from my website from 2003, which I reviewed movies on. Nice. Uh, I was an idiot. <laughs> I was 17 years old and I was an idiot. Um, and I think I'll give you guys a little taste of one. I'm so embarrassed. I'm probably going to turn like red. I don't know if I can even read this right now, Um, but I'm going to give you guys a little taste of what our Patreon bonus episode is going to be like. So I'm going to pull that up right now. Uh, I even do a driving total ripoff, which is great. (laughs) So I reviewed um, the film. Uh, This was Nightfire. A Stephen King film from 1998. Uh, Rated R. And here we go. Sean, Sean, 17-year-old Sean's hot take on (laughs) on Nightfire. I'm going to fucking lose my mind. I've never read this, by the way. I haven't read these in advance. I might cry during this. Like, I'm really embarrassed. But I'm trying to be cool about this. Oh, I was just so scared. It says, uh, this being my first horror film, that's in quotes, and I was like, wait, what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, I'm actually talking about for this website. For the review. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I use that term loosely <laughs> that I'm reviewing. I just wanted to give a warning that I do, oh, I do rip off my hero, Joe Bob Briggs, drive-in totals. Sorry, but you just can't let a good idea die, now can you? <laughs> Well, I unfortunately couldn't even find this gem listed in Yahoo Movies, so I took it from the HBO store site. It was supposed to have been an HBO movie? Was I guess so. For TV? Uh, so I give a little synopsis here. From Stephen King comes a new tale of terror. What flies by night in the dark-winged Cessna lands at secluded airports and brutally murders local residents? For one reporter, the story of a lifetime may be his last. Terrible synopsis, by the way. You made that up? No, that's from HBO's oh. website at the time. <laughs> um, 
Then I hear I, I continue my review. Uh, I absolutely love those one sentence descriptions. So as you have read, so as you have read, this movie is very well, very bad. Let's not say that. <laughs> it had some good gore in it. But other than that, the fact that this demon had to fly a plane around just kind of makes you lose your appeal. It's one thing if he's if he's if he is is using his own wings, but I mean, what's so scary about a black Cessna? <laughs> okay, so here are the driving totals for this beauty. Uh, oh my god, I don't want to read these. Oh my god, I I, th- I must have thought I was so funny. One Cujo repeat, one Dracula imposter, <laughs> four slit throats. Axe flu, <laughs> blood urinating, one grade A bloodbath, several bad actors. A regular grade D film, if you ask me. <laughs> I'd watch it only if you had free time and brain cells to kill. <laughs> Besides that, I would kind of stay away from something like this. It'll probably make you go blind. Make, yeah, make you go blind. Grade D. <laughs> How old are you? 17, 16, 17, 2003. <clears throat> nice. I think I turned 18. Yes, yeah, so I, I had to be at least six, 16 or 17. You're born in 85? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So 18. Yeah. Depending on well, what 2003? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the summer. So. So 18. No. You were born I, in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that this was prior to that. This was in. Because I was in school. Because I also have, like, blog entries for the site from 2003. So it's my junior year. And I turned 18 my senior... The summer before senior year. I turned 18. Oh, yeah. Wait. (laughs) Don't worry about it. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's that's that. So I'm going to be reading some more of those for... uh, Wait till we dig up his uh, Kyle XY blog. <laughs> Dude, imagine. <laughs> um, so that's it. That's it for this week in horror show. <laughs> Sang. <laughs> that's it for this week in the Kyle XY podcast. <laughs> podcast XY. Um Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to support us. Um, if you can support us monetarily, check out patreon.com slash I hate horror. Uh, our hats should be out. You should be able to purchase those through a website of some sort. Check our social media. I'll probably put it at the bumper at the beginning of this. Um, I just got deja vu because I remember this is how we did it when we first had our shirts. I was like, this should be on there. And I had to record a bumper. Uh what else? Um, if you subscribe, that's the most important thing. Uh, I'm on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. I'm at Joe V421, Boogdish 1985, Horror Show Joe. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, man, right? I feel like we're missing something. Yeah. Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror, whatever. Guys, for Joe, this is Sean. <laughs> Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Thank you.